0: Welcome to the Dreamwave Podcast. This is your host, Max Ohuchinsky. In today's episode, I want to talk about environment and its importance and how you can optimize it. Right? So, first off, why should you really care about your environment? Well, your environment is very important because your brain is always, you know, your subconscious is always looking... For context cues on how to think and act and operate in the world, because the world's really complex, so your brain's kind of trying to it's trying to shortcut things by just like putting you in a certain state based on your environment. So that is, that is why you, you really want to optimize it so it's working the way you want it to. Because the the worst thing you can do is put yourself into a bad environment and then fight uphill trying to achieve your goals and get what you want done when, you know, you're just doing way more work than is necessary because you have this shitty environment where you can just fix the environment and then now you're working or your environment is working for you and uh, not against you. So... The first thing you want to start off with when you're trying to optimize your environment is the things you can actually control, the things that are easy to control. So that being your your room, your like how nice your room is and your house, how clean, organized, um, inspiring. You know the distractions, removing those distractions. Um, so. I'll talk a little bit more about your room specifically. So in your room, if say you're working on an e-com business or you're trying to get homework done in your room, it's you, you really want to remove distractions. So if you have a gaming console in your room, you should make it very difficult to to start playing, right? So if you're doing homework at your desk, you shouldn't have your gaming console also at your desk, uh, or you should hide your controllers, right? Because when you see that gaming console, you're gonna have this feeling that oh, I, I want to play, I want to play Xbox right now, or I want to, I want to play Steam, right? Like you want to make it very difficult to get distracted. Also, a clean and organized room just is an embodiment of, you know, your inner workings of your head, right? So if you're, if you're organized outside in the real world, or the, the physical world, we'll say, then inside of your mental world, you're much more likely to be organized as well. So making your bed every single morning is super important for your, for your, um, <clears throat> your room's environment. It also builds a little bit of momentum, like you already completed, um, you already made your bed, right? So even if you have a shitty day, there's this Navy SEAL book literally titled Make Your Bed, um, and it talks about how important making your bed is for your overall psyche. And then it's, it's important that you have like inspiration around your room. So that might be that's the artwork on your walls. So if you really want to travel, maybe you have some um nice beaches or travel destinations you want to you want to visit on your wall or you know, you can have TikTok lights, those LED strips in your room if that's a nice mood and puts you in a nice mindset, right? Um you know, if you if you're big into sneakers, you could have sneakers you know, displayed nicely, and and it kind of inspires you, right? So those are a couple of different ways that you could think of um, how to do it personally for yourself to inspire inspire yourself in your own room. Um, another example of like removing distractions and making it hard to participate in is there's this book called The Science of Self-Discipline, one of my favorite books. And it talks about, like, if you don't want to eat candy all the time, right, the best thing to do is just completely get rid of it from your environment. Because if you don't see the candy, then you're much less likely to think about eating the candy, right? So they did some experiments, and they they put some M&Ms right next to somebody on their desk and they observed the the people and they they studies found you know that you know they ate a significant amount of candy right let's say 20 pieces and then all they did was move the candy six feet away so now no longer was it in arms reach away you had to like actually move from your chair to get the candy and that dropped to like 10 pieces of candy. So if they were eating 20 pieces, now it's 10. So 50%, just immediately gone, just moving it that far away, right? So if you applied that to other distractions in your room, like your Xbox or your bed, if you put something, if you put like a, a mirror on top of your bed or something while you were working, so that, you know, it was just like you had to move the mirror in order to lay down in your bed. Then it makes it less convenient and you're less likely to do it. Um, and then obviously, if you remove the M&Ms from your room entirely, now it's down to like one or two because it's still in the house. But then you remove it from the house and now you're not eating any M&Ms. Right. So let's move on to digital environment because your digital environment is where you spend a lot of your time you really want to focus on optimizing the places where you are are present most of the time so on your phone your phone should be designed in a way that prevents distractions allows you to get the work done that you need um, allows you to keep in touch with your friends when you need you're not getting distracted by you know video games on your phone or uh, social media, y- you really wanna put apps in locations where they're best suited for your for your uh, mindset throughout the day. So a couple of examples, I'd like to put widgets on my iPhone's home screen. So on like the first page, I I put like the weather and then I put a clock that shows like the time zones of a couple different locations in the world uh, and then I also per, put my purpose in like a Pinterest widget on that front page. So it's like anytime I look at my phone... I immediately get reminded of my purpose. Like at any point, if I'm just like, uh, what is my purpose? I just look at my phone and it tells me immediately. And my background home screen is of a very inspirational location. It's like, it's the, the rooftop of one of these apartment complexes in Miami that I visited. And it was, it was super inspiring and that's why I put it as my, my uh, background And then my lock screen is also an inspiring image of me hanging out with some friends in uh, in Chicago. Uh, I think it was Trump Tower. Um, And I just have a bunch of different Pinterest boards all over, and some of them, some of them are showing like my purpose or maybe like the purpose of one of the pages on my my home pages because like I have the home page which I I like to set up for driving so it has Spotify it has audible has Google Maps and then it also is just a convenient spot to put my email then on the second page I have a couple of Pinterest boards showing off like Bali Italy And then Miami or, uh, no, this is, this one's Australia. I just have a bunch of different Pinterest boards of locations that I really want to visit and I put them on there. So it always inspires me every single time I open my phone. No longer is it a distraction. It's actually working for me. And that's like, that's really the type of mindset you want to have going for, um, like optimizing your environment, you want your environment to work for you and your goals rather than against you. Uh, I mean, I mean, a lot of you have swam in a river, right, or maybe kayaked in a river, and it's so easy and not tiring when you're going downstream. But then, as soon as you're returning the kayaks, like at the end of the day, and you're you're traveling upstream, you're like man this is a lot of work and then it's it doesn't become fun anymore so that's that's that is a good example of what you're doing right here uh by optimizing your digital environment so then i have an editing page where i have like tiktok and then i have a couple of editing softwares i also have like the voice memos app where i record these podcasts I have uh, my Calendly, some reminders. It's not fully optimized yet um, because I just got this phone. But right now that's a it's pretty effective uh, for editing. It's very intentional. Then I have the next page, which is what I use during the day when I'm walking around campus, right? I have my calendar, which shows me what classes I need to go to and all the tasks I need to get done during that day, whether it be for school, for business, um, for like appointments and meetings. Um, and then I also have a reminders tab, which is, uh, which can either be like some type of mindset I'm trying to focus on. So one of them is be aware mindset or focus work. I have that reminder notify me every hour or so. Because sometimes you just like think about some random BS that doesn't really matter. But then when that reminder kicks in, I immediately stop doing any of that. Uh, Like thinking just to think and... Stop really worrying about that stuff because of the reminder helping me out. Um, I also have a reminder telling me to think a twenty um, great book by Richard Kosh, and then there's also a book um called the Four Hour Work Week that goes off that principle as well. Definitely good reads I recommend. Um, And then I also have a couple of other reminders sometimes. I have another Pinterest board on that, on that page that has like an m has a bunch of MSU stuff just to kind of fill the page and inspire, make the page look aesthetic. And then I have a couple of apps that I need for MSU. So I have like the, the Michigan state app, and then I have an app that I can access uh, the course content and stuff from my phone. I rarely use it because I'm prepared the night before and the week before of everything I need to do. But if I needed to do it, use it, it's there. Also, group me so that I can uh, participate in those group chats. Make sure I know what's going on. Uh, and then I also have a fitness, um, a fitness page. Which just has a big Pinterest board because there's not that many apps you use at the gym. You're mostly working out, but you do use Spotify, or at least I do. I, I listen to some music. I've got a clock because sometimes you, when you're doing ab workouts, you like to put. I like to put on a clock, um, give me a good timer. Um, I also have a workouts shortcut, like a, a photo album shortcut that goes to a couple of screenshots. Of my workout plan, so it's like push, pull legs, push pull legs, and then I have like some alternative um, exercise if I you know have some type of injury or need to need to lay off of uh, a certain type of workout. I also have my fitness pal so I can track what I'm eating, especially when I 'm cutting or um, bulking It's important that I track and know what I'm eating. Uh, And then I also have one more page that's just some social apps um, and some entertainment apps. But I don't really use my phone for entertainment. So I don't have Netflix or Amazon Prime or Hulu or any of that stuff on my phone because usually – I mean I just – Watch that stuff on my TV, and then that makes sure that my phone is just optimized for what I need to get done. Also, on like the on the four apps on the on the bottom that don't really move around, I have my Master Vision, my Prometheus lens, where you know I get to see all of my goals and the person I want to become. Uh, or the the person that Max is, I have my camera, making it super easy to take pictures whenever I need to, cause it's, it's usually like an instant. Um, and then I've got my phone and my con and my messages, right? I mean, so like, everything is designed with a purpose. It's not just apps floating around in like random spots where you I have no idea where it's where to find things or like. Oh, it's just there because the phone put it there, right? Everything is there for a purpose. Um, and then one of the biggest apps I try to focus on optimizing is Instagram because Instagram is one of these places where it's, it can be super helpful and, it's, and I, I really value my connections and my relationships but it also can be very distracting. So following people that really inspire you and you want to see in your feed, make sure that those people or those pages are in your feed. So if you, so like if Rolex inspires you, Omega inspires you, or like scenery of Italy, or your favorite travel locations inspires you, follow people who are posting that type of content and they'll show up in your feed And it's like a vision board. And then also mute slash unfollow people that are not adding to your life. So if you have like people from middle school who are doing some dumb shit um, and like posting it and you don't really care about them and like it's kind of negatively affecting your mindset, just remove that from your feed. So just you don't have to even remove them from a as your follower, because if you don't want to start some drama, right, you can just go over to their name, and then click on the following button, and then scroll down, click mute, and then you can click mute posts, mute stories, or just one of them. Um, yeah, and then you won't have BS in your feed, you're only going to have positive things moving on to your desktop and laptop your desktop and laptop is where you might you're probably doing a lot of work as well Um, the biggest thing is making sure that you don't have distractions like I used to have a big YouTube addiction so I just completely block the YouTube feed right so if I need to search up a YouTube video if I'm doing research for a class or looking for something specific like how to video I can search that up right but like the feed isn't going to just draw my attention and you know take it away from whatever task I'm trying to do or whatever like that uh also ad blockers recommended um, there's a little, couple sites that prevent you from using ad blocker but it's no big deal you can just disable it for a second if you need to use those sites um also, make sure you bookmark the sites you really need to use because sometimes you kind of, you just blank on what you need to do, right? You're like, oh, what is the name of the website that I need to use for said activity? And you're like, "Uh, oh, whatever. And then you kind of move on to the next thing. But if you have stuff bookmarked, then it just saves you a bunch of time. No longer are you typing in keywords or whatever, like... I have folders for my school, so everything, all the websites I need to use for my school are in one folder for that semester, right? And then I can change it at the end of the semester, um, but then business, any websites I use for business primarily, um, I make sure it's all in one folder so that I remember, because you know, our brains are made to remember like three things and like groups of three. So if you've got like 20 different websites floating around in your head that you have to remember, it's like you could use that bandwidth for for something else. So just like make it super convenient on the bookmark bar. Um, I also have uh, my master vision, like a visual PowerPoint slideshow of, of my like vision board of what I want and where I want to go and what I want, the people I want to be hanging out with and all of that stuff on my uh, bookmark bar as well. So everything is very intentional. And then going over to like bigger external environment stuff, this is a little bit harder to control and change because it takes more long term planning, you have to, you know, sign a lease somewhere, or make the travel plans to go to a certain location. But where you live is really important. Right? Because like, you can imagine, there's a much different mindset you have when you're living in a studio apartment by yourself. Versus, you know, like a trailer park, right? Like, it's it's obvious. Or if you are living in a mansion versus, versus you know, a college town. Or a bad neighborhood versus nice neighborhood. It's obvious, right? You want to be around the nicer stuff because it's less distracting. There's less stresses. Um, more inspiring. And, but like an easier way to kind of get into changing your external environment, especially if you're, if you're stuck, if you're stuck somewhere, like you're stuck at your parents' house or you're stuck in your college town and like shitty apartment complexes and stuff like that, the first place to start is doing like bite-sized chunks of living your dreams. So this means like you go on a small trip for like two, three days to... This super extravagant place that you would only dream of living. Like you want to live here long term. Like if you could do it all the time, that would be amazing, right? But the purpose of this is you can afford a two to three day vacation. Yeah, it might take you a couple of weeks or a month or two to get the funds to go on that type of vacation, But when you go on that type of vacation, now you experience your dreams and no longer is it like a, like an, you're, you're not just like thinking about what your dreams are. It's not like romanticized, it's you're actually experiencing it, right? So when you experience it, you're like, oh, this isn't worth it at all on one end, or you're like, this is the best thing ever. I need to do this more often. And then when you come back home, you are super motivated. You have a much better image of what that place is like, right? Like you can see Miami online and you can hear what other people have to say about it, right? Um, But then you go there in person and you create a completely different perception. You create your own perception of what it is. Right. Well, when I heard about Miami, I had a couple of friends who went there and they started telling me some like whack stories of how terrible of a place it is and like how ghetto it is. And I was it was like really negatively affecting my perception of that location. And before that, I, I was like, this is a cool spot that I really want to go to. And then after I kept on hearing that, I was like, man, I don't know if I really want to go to that spot. I ended up going over the summer and just completely changed my perception of it, right? There's like no homeless people in downtown wherever I was hanging out. And I really felt free. Like of the cities I've been to in the United States, like Detroit, Chicago, L.A., I don't know, I just felt very free to do what I wanted in Miami. like the parking situation isn't super strict like in in some spots it's like in other cities if you park somewhere you're immediately gonna get a ticket in Miami. It was like you park somewhere and you know you could just like not pay the parking however much it wants you to pay like ten dollars an hour, and then you can just risk it and 9 times out of 10 you're not going to get a parking ticket. So it's overall just cheaper not to do that, but it just felt more free like it government-wise and stuff. I liked it. And that's the point. You need to go on these these trips to experience your dreams and to to feel the inspiration and like fill this picture in your head um of what could be cuz you're buying that experience for 2 to 3 days cuz that's what you can afford right now, right? But then it gives you this idea, this it expands your mindset to be like, man, if I just like make this much money, I could do this all the time. I could live in Miami all the time. It only costs ten thousand dollars a month to live in Miami or something. I don't know the exact figures, I'm just ballparking. Um yeah. And then I just want to briefly mention that, you know, when you're also on these trips, you can use these these trips to build your social personal brand, Um, which means you just you're able to take pictures in these exotic locations, showcasing the coolest places you've been. Right. And then you can put that on your Instagram profile and people can see all of your stories. It's basically like a story of like what you've done with your life. The th- the cool things you've done, right? People there's a lot I can say about Instagram and I think it de- deserves its own podcast. But I hope in this podcast I really um made it very clear why prioritizing your environment and creating it with purpose and optimizing it is an important thing. Um, if you guys enjoyed this episode, DM me on, uh, Instagram at max. Oh, and share this podcast on your, on your story. If you, if you really enjoyed it, um, and I'll give you a shout out as well. I'll just share it. I'll repost it on my story. Um, Peace, guys.